0: Welcome to Ask the Latina. I'm your host Terry Beltran. This program is about the opportunity to ask and learn from a Latina trailblazer, with a mission to inspire and motivate Latinas to enter careers where we do not have enough representation. I encourage you also to visit our YouTube channel and our website asklatina.com. Well, welcome back. And I am so excited because I have a guest that we've had before, and it's Monica Ovedo. Uh, Monica came to us when she was in nursing school. So we're really excited to have her. And it's just amazing to know more about what her journey is and where she's going from here. So here, uh, Monica, thank you for being with us today. And I really appreciate you coming back to tell us exactly where you are today with nursing. I know last time we spoke, you were in nursing school. So first, give us a little bit of your background for those that haven't seen you in the other episode. And uh, what are your favorite things to do Why you chose nursing? And when do you think it's important for us to have more Latinas uh, going to nursing?
1: Well, thank you for having me back. I, um, it's always a wonderful time uh, speaking to you. Uh, so right now, I just finished nursing school back in August, so I'm still a fresh new nurse. Um, I enjoy traveling. That hasn't changed since last time we talked, so that's still something. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I think the last time we talked was about four, three years ago. Yeah. When I was in a different nursing program, and then we can talk about it later on as we go. Uh, But yeah, that's where I'm at right now, and and I'm a nurse. I'm about to take the NCLEX next week, and as new nurses, I think it's important to have Latino nurses come on on board, especially now that the Latino population in the U.S. is growing. Um, Mm -hmm. So we need more representation in the healthcare field for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess uh tell everyone that you're where you're from also that you're from
1: oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, originally, I'm originally from uh Mexico, a little city called San Luis Potosí that's uh I grew up there until the age of seven, and I came here to Detroit yep at eight seven, and I've been here since then, so that's great, that's great.
0: And um, so, you know, so far, you know, that you went through nursing and now you're going to have your exam next week, you said?
1: Yes. Or yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, fantastic. So so what has it been like as far as um, the program right now for for from nursing school to graduating and congratulations on that? That's fantastic. And so, you know, what what is your next steps here after you graduate?
1: Okay, So. I graduated from Chamberlain College of Nursing. Mm -hmm. It was an accelerated program just because I have a previous degree from Wayne State. So that program was about two and a half years. Um, Like I said, it was accelerated. Those classes were eight weeks. Um, We were done and then on to the next one. We didn't really get breaks there. I think throughout the whole year, maybe we only got two one-week breaks. So it was pretty fast paced but um I enjoyed the program so far. I would definitely recommend it. And now that I graduated, I actually work over at Royal Oak in the emergency department At Beaumont. Um yep. Because I was already working there as a, an emergency tech. That was a position that they called it. Um and I just transferred over uh to the RN role. And that's where I'm at and that's where I'm going to do my um, graduate uh, residency nursing program, and it's basically a year year long program where I'm paired up with a preceptor to kind of just guide me and uh, train me, essentially. Mm-hmm.
0: So, is that what you're going to need to be prayer to be registered nurse for, to get your certification, or what is it that um, you need?
1: Gonna... Yep,
0: what steps yep. do you need?
1: So, I guess let me backtrack. So the next step after graduating from nursing school, you have to take the NCLEX, which is basically the national licensure nursing exam. Um, you know, you go to like a specific site and then the state will give you your license once you pass the exam. So, okay. That's great. It's very stressful. <laughs> so
0: Well, I'm sure you'll do very good. You mentioned to me that you're in emergency right now. You're working in the emergency area of the hospital. What is that like? What's your typical day going into emergency?
1: Yeah. So I work uh, in the emergency department at Royal Oak. Um, Right now I'm 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So as soon as I get on shift, uh, I get report from the night shift nurses, and they just kind of tell me about their patients, why they're there, and any, we call it nursing interventions that we need to do for them. Um, if they need any med- medications or certain procedures, MRIs, x-rays, we kind of help prepare them, um, get on board with that. Once we get a report, we go on the computer, just make sure that they're basically up to speed with what the doctors um, want from their patients, They need labs, uh, x-rays, MRIs, that sort of thing. Um, typically we have about four to five patients, but of course it's the emergency room. So there's patients coming in and out. So you might have a patient's dis- discharge within the hour and get another one in that same hour. Uh, so typically you might get throughout the day, I don't know, 10 patients under your care. Uh, but that's because they come in and out. Then we just kind of uh, work them up, uh, figure out why they're there. And once we figure out why they patient, the patients are there, we can determine any medications, labs that they need as well. Wow. So out of all that experience, what is it that you've liked
0: the most uh, being a nurse now that you are in the hospital?
1: So for me, I definitely like the emergency department. I like the fast pace. I like that. Um, there's always something new. It's never a dull moment. Uh, definitely a lot of learning and that's what I enjoy the most. And obviously interacting with the patients. Um, and what I enjoy the most in the emergency department is how quickly we can, um, for lack of a better word, like heal them or get them better in a short period of time. So you might see somebody coming in for dehydration where they're just completely lethargic, super tired, and then they might typically be there for five, six hours. And then after six hours, you know, they look a lot better and they're like, okay, you know, I'm ready to go home. So
0: that's well, that's good.
1: getting them better. <laughs>
0: So with the pandemic, what was it like, though? I mean, being a Latina and knowing the fact that, well, you know, this is kind of a something that's affected our community so badly. So how how was your experience with the pandemic, um, especially, you know, during this time and um,
1: being at a hospital? So I started over at Royal Oak three months after the pandemic started. In Beaumont? Um, back then it was very very stressful because there were just so many changes going on every day pretty much by the cdc and um guidelines and stuff that we needed to do um i remember back then we used to see so many patients with covid um and a lot of them would get admitted because they they were just in pretty bad shape they couldn't breathe um so that was a little nerve-wracking you know because protecting them we also had to protect ourselves put on our protective equipment, making sure that we had our masks, our goggles, uh, and the specific area that we have in the EC, it was pretty much a closed area. Only certain people could go in there and, and come out, obviously, to decrease the spread of the virus. Right, right. But as a Latino nurse, I think we did see a couple of um, Hispanic patients come in and they didn't know English so that was kind of difficult uh, for everybody really all the staff and luckily because I was there I was able to kind of help translate a little bit so in that aspect um, for sure we need more nurses Latino nurses just to kind of help decrease the workload or you know help staff in general yeah obviously you know those um, patients that don't speak English, they deserve the same treatment as everybody else. So yeah, yeah. Often, oftentimes they feel like they're being left out or they don't want to speak up because they're afraid. And we definitely don't want that. So,
0: Yeah, especially during COVID when their families couldn't come in and you were really the, the only person that they could rely on and they were probably grateful that you were there. Because of the language barrier, or even if they knew English, I think the comfort of another Latina in the culture and the language, um, to you know, just you know, relying on that comfort level must have been very nice for them. That they yeah. probably couldn't imagine to have, and uh, they're just grateful. And I can't imagine other families and other hospitals where there aren't any Latina nurses. How yeah, horrible it totally. must have felt.
1: We did have a couple of patients, um, where, you know, they came in because they had COVID and they were very afraid. They're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Where am I going? Why are they doing all these tests? Like, you know, they thought they were dying. I'm like, no, no, that's that's not what's happening. <laughs> we're just trying to make sure that you're okay, that um, you're hydrated. Um, right. and they did have some, you know, respiratory conditions because sometimes... They might have pneumonia or something else, um, then they do need to, need to get admitted uh, just to keep an eye on that. But I was there as a comfort for them, you know, telling them what was happening, where they were going. Um, just that reassurance makes them feel a little bit better.
0: That's great. Well, I'm glad you were there for them. That's really reassuring, I'm sure. So yeah. you, uh, you also, last time we talked about your sister and I think a cousin that were in nursing. How are they doing?
1: Yeah, so my sister's doing really great. Uh, she works at a doctor's office okay. where they do it. I think it's like a Alzheimer's office.
0: Oh wow! They do a lot
1: of really cool stuff over there. She was just recently told me that they are trying a new drug that was approved by the FDA to reduce um, like the severity of Alzheimer's and dementia. That's wonderful. And their location their location is the first one to try it out. So yeah, she's really excited about it. That's great. And I
0: think you had two cousins. So is it here or in Mexico that they're being, they're going to study they're nursing? No, Mexico. Mexico. That's great. They need but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need them here. Um, so that's wonderful. So, you know, I, I know you went through all the, I want to ask some questions that I know that as students, um, you know, did you ever consider having a mentor or looking for a mentor? And, and when you were in nursing, And was it kind of hard not to find one that was a Latina, or how was that experience? Well,
1: I was actually at Wayne State for a while. And it, I was in a group called um, Latin and Amer- Latino and Latin American Studies. That was a program that they have there. So I actually had mentors there, but a That's lot great. of them they were. Um, students maybe like a year above me so I guess that was nice but I didn't have like a Latina nurse that was already in the program to kind of help guide me so that was a little difficult because we were all kind of trying to navigate everything kind of roughly at the same time so I would have loved I would have loved to have like a Latina nurse from the beginning to tell me you know what this is what you need to do these are the steps well, wow, don't do this, do this.
0: Um, right. You
1: know, it would save me a really long time. <laughs> but it's okay. Everybody <laughs> has their own journey.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I have some students looking at listening to you to, on this video. And um, some of the questions that I kind of came up with that I thought would be really that I, that I found that they would be interested in knowing is uh, things like the workload. So workload at school, you know, nursing school. What is that like, and how do you prepare for it? If is it something to be unexpected, or how do you prepare for it, or how do you, you know, keep positive moving forward with that? If you see that it's overbearing, possibly, what did you do?
1: So the workload in nursing school is definitely a lot, just because there's so much content and material that we need to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine our body there's so much going on in our bodies yeah. Um. so oh it was definitely a lot what worked for me was I had a calendar and I divided each day pretty much on what I was going to do one day was going to be just for studying homework um, studying for exams or any research papers that I might have had as assignments so yeah it was a lot but I think it's important to keep in mind why you're doing it and don't lose sight of that focus, uh, the dream that you have essentially. Uh For me, what I always had was, okay, the goal, I would write it on a sticky note, my name and then BSNRN. That was kind of like a reminder, okay, that's my goal. That's where I want to get to. I want those credentials, for lack of a better word, <laughs> behind my name. Um, So I think, you just have to keep reminding yourself that it would be worth
0: it, in the end. Yeah, that's fantastic. What about the professors? Now, and some professors may be different. Um, students might wonder, you know, how to, pre- pre- you know, some might be different, maybe in in the classroom versus in clinical. Did you find that experience? Did you find a difference? And how did you handle that?
1: Mm-hmm. So, because pandemic happened, we were all <laughs> online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the past two years, almost. Uh, Obviously, each professor has their own method of teaching. Some are more to the PowerPoint. Some are more, you know, from experience. Um, Some might tell you, okay, you need to refer to the book to kind of, you know, understand what's going on. But I think each class, you just kind of have to get a feel of what the professors are looking for and their teaching method. You can't mm-hmm. rely solely on the professors. You kind of have to do your own part too. Like, okay, I'm going to look at the powerpoints. I'm going to listen to the lectures. I'm going to write my own notes. Uh, Cause it's definitely a lot more time consuming, but the professors professors are always welcoming. Um, so you can always ask them, you know, if you have any questions and they'll help you.
0: Yeah. That's important. Always ask questions. I think we forget to, or we're afraid to ask questions sometimes, but we should always ask questions. It's uh and just in life in general, always, even beyond school. Um, yeah. So what would you recommend to a student as far as preparing for their first day and clinical?
1: Okay. Uh, definitely be there on time. <laughs> Ten fifteen minutes to be there on time so you can figure out where you're going. Um, especially if you're going to a new hospital. They're pretty big. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> so make sure there. Make sure you get there on time. Um, make sure you have your supplies, whatever you need, like a stethoscope, scissors, um, your pen light, which is, you know, to check patient's eyes. Um, just make sure you're, you, you go prepare in any paperwork that you might need. So that, that helps. Cool. And make sure you drink water, a lot of water, because mm. you will become very dehydrated quickly. So.
0: Yeah, you've been walking quite a lot. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so, should a student nurse study uh, focus on studying um, the reading material or um, and the lecture notes equally, or is one more important than the other?
1: So, this question, I if I had a mentor back then, I wish they would have told me from the beginning. Okay, let's figure out your learning style. Are you more of an auditory learner, visual, or kinesthetic, which is tactile, you know, touching things, feeling mm-hmm. things? I think once you figure that out, your um nursing journey or education journey would be so much easier. Because then you can figure out, okay, I'm more of an audit- auditory learner. I'll spend more time listening to the lectures. Okay, more. I'm more of a visual. I'll look at the book or, you know, reading it. So... But at the same time, nursing school is a lot of a. you need to combine things because you can't just solely focus on one thing Um, because you might find that, okay, the the book makes more sense than the lecture to me. Uh, And that way you can make the connections.
0: That's great advice, definitely. And lastly, was there anything else the students should know before committing to uh, two years of nursing school?
1: Uh, yeah, (laughs) it's very time consuming. Just, you have to go in with the mindset that nursing school, that's all it's gonna be for the next two years. You have to be very focused. Um, you might not have a lot of time to do what you normally do. Hobbies or traveling, if you like traveling like me, (laughs) you're not gonna have time to do that. But also find a good support system because that will help you get through it. Whether that's family, Uh, friends girlfriend boyfriend whatever so just having that support system really helps a lot
0: yeah i imagine especially family because they need to understand the time that it's going to be committing to to going to school and um and of course the return on investment for not just not just for yourself but also for your family which is you know wonderful i think so that's great so any few, any other words of recommendation that you want to give to a student in high school that might be considering nursing?
1: Mm, yeah, if you are looking to go into nursing school, just let me know. I got a lot of experience in that. <laughs> I went to two two different nursing programs, so I know how it goes. I know how hard it is Um so if they need any help, I'm, I'm here. I'll be more than glad to mentor them.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Well, thank you. Well, thank
0: you so much, Monica. I think we're going to follow you as you go through your journey. We can't wait to the next one. So well, um, we'll have you back again. So thank you so very much. And thank I you. Everyone thank enjoy this. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on Ask Latina. We hope to see you in the next episode.